Hey everybody, it's Brentley, and today I want to talk about the shooting of Dante Wright and the fallout that has followed, including mostly peaceful protests uh, across the country. It's <laughs> So I'm going to pull up a few stories, we're going to read through it, and then I'll talk about it. So this is from CBS News, uh, live updates, officer who killed Dante Wright and the Brooklyn Center police chief both have resigned. Minnesota police officer killed a man of color on Sunday during a traffic stop have stepped down, officials announced Tuesday. Brooklyn Center officer, I don't like to dox people because especially in the very contested, heated environment that we're in, but nonetheless, the news orgs are now using her name She's resigned, coming two days after she shot and killed 20-year-old Dante Wright. It was effective immediately. Um, Without explicitly referencing the shooting, um, she wrote in her resignation letter, I believe it's in the best interest of the community, the department, and my fellow officers if I resign immediately. Shortly after the union announced her resignation, the mayor told reporters that Chief Tim Gannon also submitted a letter of resignation. Developments come after the trouble broke out during a second night of protests outside of police headquarters in Minneapolis suburb. Gannon told news conferences that Potter meant to use her taser, but instead grabbed her gun. Uh, I can show you guys the video in case you haven't seen it yet. It is disturbing. It may upset some viewers. Quick clip. see he's being arrested and then they told him that he has a warrant which apparently he was not aware of his warrant was for a firearms violation apparently he had a gun on his person previously and you can see him struggling here with the police she says I'll tase you pulls out her Glock I'll tase you. She thinks she's going to use a taser. And she shot him. By accident. And she says it. I just shot him. Um, Let's see. Minnesota Bureau of Criminal Apprehension is investigating his death. Shooting happened in the midst of the Derek Chauvin trial for the killing of George Floyd. And the 7 p.m. curfew didn't deter hundreds of demonstrators Monday as they chanted outside the headquarters. The building was fenced off. Um, officers were buttressed by state troopers and National Guard. After several dispersal orders were ignored, flashbangs and tear gas were deployed. Protesters countered with fireworks launched toward law enforcement. <laughs> Firing fireworks at law enforcement, folks. Does that sound like a protest? Doesn't sound like a protest to me. Tear gas fired every few minutes, pushed the crowd back. Soon after, they began protesting. Uh, They began advancing on the protesters and firing rubber bullets. At the same time, the city council voted to ban its officers from using rubber bullets and chemical irritants for crowd control. One wonders how they are supposed to crowd control or if they're not supposed to crowd control. Um, And then it began to thin out. This is Dante Wright. He's pictured here. Um, And that's about where the article... Uh, the article jumps to these updates. 40 were arrested overnight at the mostly peaceful protest. Um, 
It's interesting how they describe it. Authorities say 40 people were arrested overnight for breaking curfew, fighting with police, and attempted burglary during the second night of protests and unrest. Not riots, right? They're not using the R word. Some of those arrested were cited while others were booked into jail. At least two businesses near the Brooklyn Center Police Department were burglarized and looted, the Dollar Tree and a Speedway gas station. Also reports of break-ins in Minneapolis. Authorities describe the looting overnight as limited and sporadic in nature. So there was a vigil held for him. Prayers are not enough. Vice President Harris weighing in with her comments on the shooting. He should still be with us, she wrote, while an investigation is underway. Our nation needs justice and healing. Dante's family needs to know why their child is dead, and they deserve answers. Uh, you know, he's dead because he fought the police and had an arrest warrant out. That's, you know, she didn't mean to kill him. It's an accidental killing. It's manslaughter. She should be charged with a crime, of course, as would any normal uh, person, you know, be charged with a crime. Um, here I thought this was interesting. AP characterizing the shooting here. White Minnesota cop who fatally shot black motorist. <laughs> interesting characterization here four minutes ago from the AP. Uh, second night of unrest after fatal police shooting. Uh, again, from CBS. Um, and, you know, this kind of like reminded me of not too long ago. This was like a few weeks back, like not even like two weeks ago. There was that attack on the Capitol by a motorist who happened to be a, a big fan of Louis Farrakhan and the uh, Nation of Islam. He was one could argue, as I did in a previous video, that he was a black supremacist. And, you know, he launched that attack on the Capitol. You know, these, this is why officers get very, like, when, when you resist, when you get, you know, uppity with the cops, when you start to fight them, they don't know, you know, what you're going to do. They don't know if you're just trying to defend yourself if, or if you're going to retaliate either by using a weapon that you have concealed in your vehicle or by using the vehicle itself as a weapon, as we just saw happen. Um, and, again, this reminded me of the Rayshard Brooks shooting. I did a video on that back in June of 2020, and this was last year, not quite a year ago, where Rayshard Brooks, uh, an African-American gentleman who was being arrested for drunk driving, even though he was sort of passed out in a car in a parking lot, uh, the police decided to uh, try to arrest him and charge him. He fought with them, stole their taser, and uh, attempted to fire it back at them, and that's when the police uh, used their service weapons, shot and killing, shooting and killing him. That triggered a bunch of unrest and mostly peaceful but fiery protests, including looting and late night shopping that wasn't authorized. Like, maybe you shouldn't fight the cops. Like, that's not where you fight them. That's not how you fight them. You know, you're, you should really fight them in court with a lawyer. Uh, fighting them in the street gives them an excuse to execute you. And we will see again and again when you fight the police, you. Are not, your increasing likelihood not only of you getting killed, but of preventing any sort of justice because you have given them an excuse that they can use in a court of law. Um, I saw this from Leonidas Johnson. Uh, his pronouns are leave me alone. <laughs> and I thought this was interesting because it talked about the uh, organization that's responsible for our health. I have to be very careful when it comes to the mild cough illness, because if you say the wrong thing, you can get your channel flagged for uh, bad info. Nevertheless, 
Interestingly, Washington Post, according to Washington Post, uh, roughly 18 unarmed black people are killed by police in a given year out of 40 million people or four out of 10 million. For context, CDC says roughly uh, 900,000 Americans experience blood clots in a given year out of 328 million people. When you do the math, that's six out of 6.8 million. So here, the comparison is that more people are having blood clots than unarmed individuals being shot by police in a given year. For everyone sort of invoking the specter of racism here, like criminal police activity or incompetent police activity, as this was uh, an example of, is not isolated to members of one particular racial ethnic group, though they will claim that it happens more frequently. Uh, it doesn't actually. They, it happens more frequently that unarmed individuals uh, that are killed by police happen to be white, simply because of the numbers. There are more white people in the United States. There's more interactions. Um, but nevertheless, Daniel Shaver, pictured here, was killed by police uh, crawling across the floor you know, he was issued very contradictory and difficult to follow instructions by the officer, uh, what's his name? Uh, Brailsford, this guy. Looks like a wonderfully friendly gentleman, doesn't he? Uh, he shot and killed Daniel Shaver in a hotel simply because he was reaching towards his waist, or so he said, and, uh, you know, his pants were falling down or whatever. It, there's no reason he should have had to crawl across the floor you know, they had one officer covering. One officer could have easily gone over and arrested him. Nevertheless, he was shot and killed. Uh, the problem is, you know, not just against African Americans. And this is something I've talked about over the years many times. Back before I had a YouTube channel, I was writing articles uh, for SOT.net on the police state. Um, just to give you guys a couple of examples. Um... This is Daniel Harris. He was deaf. He was shot and killed by police in North Carolina. Uh, this is Chris and Leah McKinley. They were at home watching TV with their one-year-old newborn when the police invaded their home, killed their dog, and shot Chris. They hadn't broken any laws. They were in the wrong house. Um, and this is a, a mentally uh, disabled man. I didn't get his last name here, but he was also killed by police during a traffic stop. So there's, there's a lot of problems with the police. <laughs> this was an interesting headline from years ago. Um, headline was, cop attacks innocent woman, tases her for no reason, calls it horseplay, and then gives her a sorry I tased you cake. Actually, the headline was wrong. He sent her a picture of the sorry I tased you cake and didn't actually give her the cake. But this is the situation we find ourselves in, folks. And, and, and I brought the point up that in the UK, they can, you know, take down a guy who's armed with a machete, who's being violent, who's swinging it around, simply by crowding him with shields. They also take down this guy with a knife uh, without killing him. So it just goes to show that the government, you know, you, we have an ability to control people um, without murder. And yet... For some reason, our cops seemingly aren't trained in that manner. They aren't, they aren't equipped with that option. Uh, they're trained very, very fast. This is Hannah Cohen. She had an encounter with the TSA where she left her bloody and abused. Um, this was an article I wrote where a lot of cops, I, I found a trend of stories where they were being found guilty of sex crimes. 
and this one he had gotten an officer of award uh, officer of the year award and was convicted of sexual crimes against children so there's a big problem here folks and it isn't just it isn't just with african americans i made that point in this article i wrote uh, back before all lives matter became a uh, racist sort of virtue signal according to the far left and I made the point, it's not just black people being murdered and harassed by the state. This is Troy Good. He was killed by police in 2015. Um, I think he was, uh, at the time they pulled him over and he was like having a little freak out in the car because he was on LSD. He was coming back from a music festival. They restrained him after he tried to run away and the restraining ended up killing him. This was Tommy McLean. He was killed by police in September of 2014, sitting on his front porch, smoking a cigarette and checking Facebook, living with his cousin and, and his cousin's wife in California. Um, stepped inside for a moment when she noticed an officer in her backyard. She saw him run toward the front of the house and went out front to see what was happening. When she walked outside, she was blinded by flashlights by officers who proceeded to yell at her. Um, they thought that his cell phone was a gun. They yelled, he's got a gun, and then they all fired. Um, they just all, and he just fell to the ground and was dead. And then the cops tasered him <laughs> after they killed him. Uh, Dylan Taylor was killed by Salt Lake City Police in 2014. Uh, he was walking out of a convenience store, and they approached him, and they were issuing him orders, which... He couldn't hear because he had headphones on. And when he failed to comply with their orders, they shot and killed him. There's video of it. Um, and I'll post all these links in the description. This was an elderly white man who was tasered by police during a traffic stop for no reason. And, uh, you know, I, I ended with this quote. You know, I visited the FDR memorial many, many years ago. <clears throat> which says we must scrupulously guard the civil rights and civil liberties of all our citizens, whatever their background. We must remember that any oppression, any injustice, any hatred is a wedge designed to attack our civilization. And, you know, I'm a big fan of Luke Rodowski, um, and one of the things he posted on Twitter was this comparison, you know, searching on DuckDuckGo versus Google riots today. When you look at DuckDuckGo, they give you stories about the protests, how they're being characterized, related to Dwayne Wright. When you look on Google, it's it's not even stuff in the United States. You know, they're talking about riots from 40 years ago. They're talking about the January 6th Capitol unrest. Um, talking about this Texas guy who was in the Capitol riots. Like, it's just unbelievable how far they go to avoid actually, you know calling these things riots and you know folks if you want to talk about racism <laughs> i found this to be incredibly racist and you know not the reasons that one may think you know these uh these shots that they're giving out they're now prioritizing poc indigenous and refugees in vermont which to me sounds a little bit like medical experimentation on the minorities folks doesn't it just it, it's a little too reminiscent of you know past medical experimentation uh where frequently soldiers people of color and uh you know other other minorities 
were were used as as guinea pigs in medical experiments um, throughout our history. And I'm just going to end it here, folks. I thought this image was just so iconically American in the current time where we have a McDonald's, a rather uh, an obese man sitting outside being, and the McDonald's is being guarded by a soldier with a gun. Everybody is wearing masks. What do you think about the shooting of Duante Wright? Now, I agree. You know, it was manslaughter. He shouldn't have been killed. She should have used the taser properly, and she should be charged with manslaughter and tried by, you know, a court of her peers. That's what should happen. Nevertheless, when you fight the police, <laughs> you play stupid games and you win stupid prizes. You should never fight the police physically. You always fight them in a court of law later. You never speak to them. You don't, you know, you, the only words you should be saying to the cops are lawyer and phone call. And if they don't understand what you mean, then you just keep repeating them. Lawyer, phone call. Because they will use anything that you say against you in court. And if you give them any excuse, if you get physical with them, they will get physical back and they will do so with disproportionate use of force. They will, you know, fire their guns at you thinking that it's a taser or just shoot you because they can and they can get away with that. Now, that said, I don't think that justifies massive unrest and rioting and further violence. I think that compounds the issue. And our media is there fanning the flames of violence. They love this stuff, guys. They love to see this interracial uh, violence. And it, it just harkens me back to, you know, Helter Skelter, which if you don't know what Helter Skelter is, Charles Manson was recruited by members of our intelligence agencies in an attempt to begin a race war between African-Americans and white people. And it failed. It failed miserably. Uh, but it seems to me that we're seeing throwbacks to that. And now this idea of a race war is being more and more in, inculcated by our media by pushing this false narrative that the police are disproportionately attacking you know, POC and other minorities, which is just not true. They're attacking everyone. So don't fight the cops. <laughs> don't riot. You know, try to control yourself. Try to respect opinions that are different than yours. Try to see the bigger picture. And try not to judge these things in the immediate aftermath of when they happen. You know, there's a lot uh, to be said. You know, somebody said, I saw the warrant situation. You know, the fact that Dwayne uh, Dante had a warrant out for his arrest was being used as saying, oh, you don't know what it was for. It could have been for a ticket, you know, whatever. They found out recently that the, the reason he had a warrant out for his arrest was because he had a firearms charge. You know, he had a firearm that he was possessing illegally, you know, so they say, and he escaped. He got away. And so the warrant was out for his arrest. He didn't know. He thought he got away scot clean. He did not. And so I guess he thought he was going to try to, to get away again. And this is just not good ideas. Right? It's not a good idea. It, it ends up with all kinds of problems like getting shot and killed. You know, Andy No has a lot of footage and pictures. I'm not going to show it all to you of the resulting unrest. Um, and it's happening all over, you know, Portland, Minneapolis, Seattle. <laughs> and 
And it's funny that they characterize these protests as mostly peaceful. If they were mostly peaceful, why is the mayor wearing a ballistic helmet when he goes out to address the quote-unquote protesters? If it's mostly peaceful, you shouldn't need a ballistic helmet, right? You would think. Just by wearing that out there, it kind of says what the situation is. So Ian Miles Chong is a conservative commentator, and he went through Dante's Facebook page to find all these wonderful little tidbits. Uh, and, you know, I'll just show you guys and you can judge them for yourselves. Uh, you know, here he is sort of openly celebrating the fact that he participates in criminal behavior. Um, here he is giving a wonderful display of his personal misogyny. Um, here he is, you know, I guess you could call this trans misogyny. Um, and here, I don't, I'm not sure what this is, but it's a little creepy. Um, here he is celebrating the fact that he cheated on his girlfriend and convinced her that it wasn't what it obviously was. Here he is making fun of the fact that somebody else ran from the police. Uh, here he is talking about buying drugs and suggesting anyone who would rip him off would get robbed back because he's only half white. <laughs> and then proof that it was actually him. And, you know, a lot of people reply with this sort of, like, false equivalence, like, which one of these do you think warrants extrajudicial execution? He may not have been a bit nice person. He sufficiently lacked moral standards, but it's not a reason to be killed. None of this is justifying his murder, mind you. Um, it's more along the lines of this is the kind of person he was, and as you saw in the video, he fought with the police and ended up dead. You know, uh, Martin Luther King Jr. himself says, don't judge a person by the color of his skin, by the content of his character. Well, here we see the content of Dante's character, and one may suggest that it is not exactly admirable. So I'll leave it there, folks. What do you think? Leave me a comment. Like the video if you liked it. Uh, share if you dare. Share if you are so bold. And I'll be back again soon with another video. Uh, stay tuned for the memes. And, 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 bonus, if you haven't checked out the new podcast, Dangerous Rhetoric, um, please do. I'll leave a link below to that one. Thanks so much, and bye-bye.